Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Sports Radio 92.9 The Cave. It's time for Two Dudes, Same Fantasy. Excellent. Listen in as Bo Johnson and Brian Gephardt break down the top fantasy picks of the week. Oh, this is awesome. Two dudes, same fantasy starts now. 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 On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Here's Bo and Brian. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, and you heard that right. We are Two Dudes, Same Fantasy, man. man. Bo Johnson, Brian Gebhart here. For you, for the next 60 minutes, this is an interactive fantasy football radio show, BG. Make sure you uh, give us a shout, 404-726-0929. That is both the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line and our very own phone line. Garrett Chapman on the other side of the glass, manning the call screener. Give us a call. Give us a text. You can reach out to us on Twitter. I am at Jedi Sports Radio. Brian is at BG underscore Gebhart and at GChap ATL. Fourth radio station is at 929 The Game. BG, what's happening, man? Glad to be back. Seems like a, it's kind of settling into like every other week just to sure. various life situations. So Life <laughs> situations are yeah, definitely out there and happening. Very glad to be back. Uh had to start Will Levis in a league on Thursday, so the fantasy production wasn't this past Thursday spectacular. Man, that was brave and bold. But he looked pretty good. You know, he didn't score any touchdowns, but uh, he did okay. He so did let's okay. let's jump right into Thursday night football: Steelers twenty, Titans sixteen. That may be the biggest thing, the biggest conversation piece from this football game might be the quarterback play. So Will Levis twenty two for thirty nine, two hundred sixty two yards. Threw a pick, he gets you 9.68 points. So he didn't completely derail your week after the four-touchdown blowout game uh, versus the Falcons, or breakout game, rather. You knew that Will Levis was not going to come in this game and throw four more touchdowns, but he did look really good versus the Falcons. I can't say that I hate the fact that you started him on Thursday night because, look, man, if you look at the slate, the entire slate – this week with four teams on by, and there are four startable fantasy quarterbacks, Broncos, Lions, 49ers, Jags. That's right, Russell Wilson and Jared Goff, both startable fantasy quarterbacks, maybe only in two quarterback leagues. But there are, if I'm not mistaken, eight quarterbacks that are like, okay, I got this guy in my lineup, let's roll, set it and forget it, guys, that are playing football this week. And if I'm not mistaken, they're all playing each other, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Then the rest is just like, uh, <laughs> just kind of a barrel of shim-sham there. Yeah, uh, just a bunch of backup quarterbacks. And it was one of these leagues, too. It's one of the dynasty leagues where everybody has all the quarterbacks. So my choices were Will Levis or 
if Deshaun Watson wants to play football, which I, I guess he's going to, but he is, you know, he is going to that, suit up and play this that's, week. That that's is what we a heard. Fact. That's that is going to happen. Last time he played, don't know how long he's going to be in yeah. there for. Last time he played, I, I started him. It was negative one point seven five. So I'll take Will Levis's, you know, ten points. Dude, I'm having to in a it. in a two quarterback league. This is how salty it is in a two quarterback league this week. Ooh, who we got? I'm starting. I don't know which one to list first because one's going to be in the quarterback position. One's in the super flex spot. Doesn't really matter, but I like to keep the best one in the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. Zach Wilson okay, and Taylor Heineke. Ooh. Taylor Heineke might be the one that's the better player. Yeah, Heineke, <laughs> Heineke could be all right. Yeah, so it's, it's tough right now. We're going to get to how the Atlanta Falcons quarterback change affects fantasy football as well as a, a small conversation about vetoed trades in just a second. After the Thursday night football conversation. But yeah, man, I don't blame you for starting Will Levis. Will Levis moving forward, I see as a great dynasty piece. And he may be, maybe outside of Anthony Richardson, who has can't obviously already stay healthy. He's going to learn how to slide. But Will Levis may end up being the, the best fantasy quarterback coming out of this last year's draft. Yeah, I, I think it's C.J. Stroud right now, but we still have to see the rest of the year. But the, what we've seen from him in two games so yeah, far. Yeah, it's only been two games. He looks like a good NFL quarterback, which uh, one one dynasty league he was out there, and I spent a lot of fab to get him because I'm again I have Deshaun Watson, and I'm not sure if he's playing football on a weekly basis. So um, it's been promising what we've seen what we've seen from him so far. Yeah, Stroud using his legs. Will Levis going to be more of the pocket throw a bunch of touchdowns type guy. So if you got either one of those guys on a dynasty, that's uh, going to be don't sleep on him. He can scoot. Like he, yeah, he, he sure. Can, he can move a little bit. Uh, Derrick Henry did Derrick Henry things. Got you nineteen points. Nuke Hopkins, I do believe will be. He's not going to catch three touchdowns every week, but with Will Levis at the at the helm, he had eleven targets. Is the biggest takeaway mm-hmm. I got from Nuke Hopkins on Thursday. So that's two weeks in a row with double digit targets with Will Levis at the helm. So good things for for DeAndre Hopkins moving forward. Mm-hmm. I think. Very startable wide receiver, too, back in that conversation. Yeah, and as long as he stays healthy and he he's in there and they're kind of, you know, hanging around. And, uh, um, yeah, it's been nice to see that, you know, the young quarterback come in and, and target, the, target the star, if you will. And hopefully, Traylon Burks, man, that was such a tough fall that he took there. Uh, hopefully he's okay and gets it going Traylon at some Burks point. does enter concussion protocol mm-hmm. after Thursday night's game. Finishes two for 23 with 4.8 points. Kenny Pickett, nine for 30, 160 yards, a touchdown, 12.3 points. You know, Kenny Pickett's a a, a quarterback, a two, second quarterback in a quarterback league or a bye mm-hmm. week fill in. Uh, he's a matchup dependent bye week fill in, as far as I'm concerned. That's all that needs to really be said about him. Jalen Warren continues to just get in the way of Najee Harris. 11 for 88, three receptions for 25 yards, 14 points. Najee Harris, 16 for 69. He's the one that gets the touchdown this week. Both these guys startable in fantasy football, although it, it I would imagine that. Najee Harris is not going to be on the Pittsburgh Steelers too much longer. What does he have? One more year left in his rookie deal? I doubt that he would. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to get signed to. Jalen Warren also just continues to look better with the football in his hands. I mean, he's just a more explosive athlete. They do a better job of getting Jalen Warren out in space. Mm -hmm. Najee Harris is more the north-south guy. He's going to continue to probably get more carries. He had 16 to Jalen Warren's 11, but uh, Jalen Warren catches the ball out of the backfield better, like I said, better in space. Yeah, and Najee's still the goal line back, so it's still that yeah. situation. But we're starting to get to now. It's a lighter version of it, but it's starting to feel like the 
Zeke Tony Pollard thing. Sure. Yeah. Where you know, and you know, both the you know Zeke was a little bit older when that wound up happening, but good to see him get in the end zone. And uh, I actually wound up starting Jalen Warren in two leagues this week just because of running back situations. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's very much so it's very much a fifty fifty split as, as far as fantasy production goes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, carries and targets are a little bit different, but you know, whatever. We care about fantasy projection. Deontay Johnson, welcome to the touchdown whoop, party. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Great to have you here. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what the exact uh, stat is, but I know that Deontay Johnson finished as wide receiver 20-something last year without scoring a single touchdown. Mm -hmm. So congratulations to Deontay Johnson, who at least in a season and a half has not scored a touchdown. I'm not sure what it was two years ago, but I don't think it was. It it's was been like, bad. I it think was he might be at, below five. It was like three or four or something I don't know that if year, it was right? even that much, but yeah. congratulations, Don, Deontay Johnson. The other conversation piece here, George Pickens, Georgia boy. Look, man, two receptions for negative one yards. He does get you 1.9 points. Uh, Garrett Chapman did say that he had to start George Pickens. Look, man, George Pickens still has like four games with double-digit fantasy points, but then he has like four duds. He's very much in that conversation. Maybe not as with, you know, in the Gabe Davis your roller coaster conversation it's, where it's you know, exactly like put that. them in your flex spot, close your eyes, don't watch the game. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> it's Gabe Davis light because yeah. Gabe Davis has Josh Allen throwing to him. So if, yeah, you, if you're, if for some reason you have both those guys, I'd rather roll sure. out Gabe yeah. Davis each week. But that's the exact person that he is. You know, he's he's, gonna, he's, he's gonna also have big games a and, matchup mm. dependent like flex play. You know, that goes into a, the a kind of a bucket of wide receivers, wide receivers super deep. You never know what week George Pickens is going to have the eight catches for 60 yards and a touchdown or the two catches for negative one yards, and you're yeah, just so going to have to deal with that. get the other foot down, too, George. Or to get the foot down. Come on, man. Drag it, yep. get the toe down, <laughs> have some swag. Yep. Uh, any other thoughts on Thursday night football? No. Um, um, just real, keeping, real an eye, keeping an eye on the Will Levis thing. Biggest, I think he's startable in a QB2 biggest, situation. Biggest news in uh, – the Atlanta football landscape this week was Tyler, Taylor Heineke being named as the starter over Desmond Ritter. Where do you think, as far as a fantasy football impact goes, Drake London's already ruled out. We're going to get to the injury report in the next segment, and then in about 30 minutes, fire and ice. So Drake London out. Um, Bijan Robinson, Tyler Algier, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, all these pass catchers with Taylor Heineke at the helm. How do you think I, – I, I see him all as a slight upgrade as Taylor Heineke looks better in the pocket, although he has a little, he has some wheelie stuff that he can do too. I guess, you know, everybody believes that, that Ritter's the better athlete, which I don't know what that means for fantasy football. To me, nothing. Taylor Heineke looks like he could throw the ball a little more accurately at this point in his career than Desmond Ritter. Yeah, and he can find people downfield a little bit more. I actually thought about him for a, a fire pick this week until Drake London was ruled out. Yeah. I, it's kind of sucks that his first game's going to be without Drake London. I think Drake London gets the biggest boost out of all the players with Taylor Heineke coming on. And I think Taylor Heineke gets a little bit more of a bump over Desmond Ritter because yeah. we've seen it from him a little bit. And we know he's uh, a bit of a gunslinger, so he might have the same turnover issues. They might be well, interceptions hey. versus fumbles. But in general, I'm with you. I think it's a slight bump to, to everybody on the team. Yeah, gunslinger mentality is great for fantasy, fantasy football. football. Yep, exactly. <laughs> that's all we care about <laughs> on 2 that's, that's the Jameis Winston approach, you know. So we had an interesting... Uh, an interesting situation this week in a league that we are both in where a manager tries to trade Alvin Kamara, who has been – look, he he's double-digit targets since he's been back for the New Orleans Saints. Derek Carr in this offense has not been able to piece it together, and Derek Carr continues to just dump the ball off to Alvin Kamara, which for fantasy football purposes has been fantastic. Mm -hmm. All right. 
Uh, he is a 28-year-old running back. This is a dynasty. And once you see Chris Olave and Michael Harris and Juwan Johnson or Taysom Hill, whoever it's going to be, and Derek Carr kind of get on the same page, some of these targets for Alvin Kamara are going to go away. So he's at his peak, I feel, right now, Alvin Kamara is. Now, he's, he's still going to be a target monster for the rest of the season. Sure. This is still Alvin Kamara. But this is not Drew Brees and Alvin Kamara. This is Derek Carr and Alvin Kamara. All right, so Alvin Kamara, third-round pick for some wide receiver in a first-round pick. And people are crying about it, thinking that it's a not a fair trade. In a dynasty especially, I'm of the opinion that unless you can prove collusion where there's some under-the-table shenanigans going on or you have a manager that's not got his heart and brain in it and it's not going to come back the next season, all trades should be allowed to happen. We are all grown-ass men here running our fantasy football teams. I'm not going to babysit Joe over here for making a bad trade and smack him on the hand and say, don't do that. And I'm also not going to prevent Tim over here from improving his team. Mm. And that's why most fantasy managers will veto a trade. I don't want Tim to have the better team. He's going to win the league if he gets that trade. How do you feel about trades in general as far as uh, dynasty and fantasy football goes? So, in general, I'm going to approve it. We actually went to a vote in this league. Which is crazy. And I approved it. The problem with that is, just to you know, peel behind the curtain a little bit, one of the gentlemen involved in the trade, the one trading away, Alvin Kamara, did express earlier in this year that he may want out of the league. That did come up. So that that is the the main and issue And that was one of the caveats that I, that I did have. And then the other thing, too, is I just think it's a bad trade in general in the sense of, okay, he, he's trading the fir- he's getting a first-rounder back from a guy who's going to be at the end of the first round, and he's the worst team in the league trading his third-round pick. The difference between that first and third-round pick is roughly 12 spots. So you're moving up 12 spots to give up Alvin Kamara. So I, I think it's a bad trade. I approved it, and I'm in the hunt in that. Tra- I could have very easily been the person In who, that who area where it. that draft pick's going to land this year, that's Jordan Addison, Quentin Johnson type Here's territory. one thing that so, came up in a basketball league I'm in, actually. I'm in two kind of dynasty basketball leagues. Basketball just started up. Continue on with your fantasy sports in basketball and baseball. They're both very fun. Um, we had a situation where someone traded for a – actually, me. Someone traded me Luca. And I had to trade back a first rounder and this whole thing. And the commissioner asked us to go ahead and pay our dues for next year as well if we had picks involved. And I I was like taken aback at first and I was like, wait, I I thought about it. This is an excellent idea. It's an excellent idea. So I think you should be I think you should be able to do that. Um, and if you're pe- if people are comfortable with it, because if this guy leaves the league after making that trade, I, it is kind of shady. No, know? I, I agree. Um, along that same note, and I have an idea as well. Put a credit card up online and put a deposit down on the next season. Yeah, is what everybody should have to do. Exactly. You know, I love that idea. Also, what what if? And we're revolutionaries here on Two Dudes Same Fantasy. We have thought of many ideas that would move the fantasy football um, business, I guess, forward industry forward. How about a? Comp- compensatory pick option in fantasy football, especially dynasties, whereas if my player doesn't perform to X standard, you get another pick from my next year. Yeah, like a conditional kind of situation. Okay. If Alvin Kamara doesn't fulfill this spot, and you can set these parameters, you get another second round pick from me next year. Therefore, you know, vindicating something in that trade. I like that. Look, if you say make a trade for uh, Joe Burrow for um, – What's his name on the Chiefs that was supposed to be Tyree Kill? But anyways, you could have said, hey, if he doesn't do anything, I get another pick from you mm-hmm. in that same deal. That would kind of even out picks as far as fantasy football is concerned or dynasties. Um, so there you have it. Injury report coming up next. We had a very viable fantasy starter for the last 10 years 
go out with an Achilles. Now we have a rookie going up with some very playable wide receivers in danger of losing their fantasy status. We're going to talk about that when we come back. Two dudes, same fantasy. Sports Radio, nice now the game. Two dudes, same fantasy. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's cool. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. It's a whole channel dedicated to nothing but fantasy. It's awesome. It's like a fantasy football. Fantasy. Whoa. Fantasy, fantasy, football, fantasy, 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 football, fantasy. If you like football, then you like fantasy. Fantasy, football, fantasy. Hey! Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Welcome back to Two Dudes, Same Fantasy. Man. Yeah. We are an interactive fantasy football radio show. Get in touch with us, uh, 404-726-0929, because O's a letter, not a number. That is both the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. You can also give us a shout. Our man Garrett Chapman is on the other side of the glass, manning the phone screen thing. Give us a shout. Any fantasy football advice you may have about week nine, about weeks 10 through 17, give us a shout. Bo Johnson, Brian Gebhardt back here with you. And, BG, we had a pretty significant injury last week. That concerns probably, if I had to guess, on a career average as a fantasy football player, on a yearly average ranking, I'm saying quarterback 10 for his career. Mm Mm-hmm. One of the most highest floor quarterbacks that you have ever seen. Mr. Wade on quarterback to the 10th round, and he's going to end up on my team and do just fine. Kirk Cousins, man, goes down. After watching the show quarterback, you hate to see this because it lets you inside. You peel back the curtain. Kirk Cousins, family man, kind of a nerd. Keeps all of his football memorabilia in a closet. Um, Torn Achilles, man, out for the rest of this season. We have no idea what's going to happen with Kirk Cousins next year in the last year of his deal with the Minnesota Vikings. But that doesn't matter to us as far as fantasy football goes. Him being out the rest of this season does. And Jaron Hall, fifth-round pick out of somewhere, getting the start for the Minnesota Vikings versus the Atlanta Falcons this Sunday. The Vikings also signed Josh Dobbs, who we, we, we assume is going to be the starter eventually. 
We have to, but right now, Jaron Hall, the starter, Minnesota Vikings. So let's talk about the rest of the season. Let's talk about this Sunday. So this Sunday, Vikings versus the Atlanta Falcons, who have a pretty good defense, two pretty good corners, especially the perimeter receivers, Jordan Addison, K.J. Osborne. So with Jordan Addison, I came very, very close to making him an ice pick. He's just been so good that if you have to start him, sure. But if you can avoid him this week, I, I very much would so, would so. And unless Jaron Hall plays very well, to your point, I think Dobbs is the starter yeah. next week. And we saw out in Arizona, he's not the world's best quarterback, but he can get people to football. So, And I don't know if Jaron Hall is going to be able to do that. And, uh, you know, Falcons have been pretty good against wide receivers all year. If I can, I'm leaving Addison on the bench. Uh, K.J. Osborne, I just I want nothing, nothing to do with at all this week. Nothing to do with K.J. Osborne this week. I completely agree. I, too, thought about Jordan Addison as an ice pick this week. But, look, I'm starting Jordan Addison this week. Just because Jordan Addison is a great is a great player, like there's not there has not been a a week where you've benched Garrett Wilson, I don't think. And I'm not saying Jordan Addison is Garrett Wilson, but I'll be damned if he's not pretty close. He's, yeah, Jordan Addison is a great football player. Now, Josh Dobbs does not have a 300 yard passing game this season. He has one, two, three, four out of eight in Arizona, where he only busted 200 yards. That right there, if Josh Dobbs worries me. If Jaron Hall – now, we don't know what Jaron Hall is. If Jaron Hall comes out and throws for 250, I don't care if they win or lose. If he throws for 250 in his first outing, that tells me that some more 300 games might be in his future, mm. and we want Jaron Hall. If Josh Dobbs is the quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings moving forward, I'm worried about Addison. Osborne's out when Justin Jefferson comes back. So, yeah, as far as this week goes, I'm starting Jordan Addison because I don't know if there's going to be too many better options. Jordan Addison's ceiling – Eight touchdowns through or seven touchdowns through eight games. His ceiling is is up there. I don't think that's going to change much. Now next week, Justin Jefferson is eligible to come back. We assume that he will. When Justin Jefferson comes back, you're never going to bench Justin Jefferson. For me, that kind of makes and we'll see how Jaron Hall plays. If Jaron Hall slings at 300 yards today, you know he may not throw for 200 next week, just kind of like Will Levis. But if he if he has a good showing, maybe Addison's still in the wide receiver two mix next week when Justin Jefferson comes back. But next week, when, when Jay Jetta comes back, I don't know what I'm going to do with Jordan Addison. I think he's going to be a matchup-dependent flex play moving forward. And we'll see what happens with Jefferson because I think, you know, they've got to make sure it's very, very careful. He's got to be 100% yeah. because a win coming this off the hamstring. Would, would help them a lot with a, Justin Jefferson. A win this week would help a lot. If, if he lo- it, might, it might be a couple weeks still with, with, with Jefferson. But, um, yeah, I mean, me personally, I actually don't have Addison in any leagues. Wish I did because he's a, a terrific football player. Uh, but if I can, I'm 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 in wait and see mode on on him. Yeah, so we'll see how it plays out. So as far as this week goes, go ahead and start Jordan Addison. KJ Osborne, on the other hand, you know, uh, man, if you take Jaron Hall into account with AJ Terrell and Jeff Okuda, who are both great perimeter cornerbacks, I would imagine on a matchup as far as size comparison that KJ Osborne is going to get a lot of Jeff Okuda being the bigger guy this weekend. You don't like that. For K.J. Osborne, especially with a guy that's never thrown a football in the NFL before. So, K.J. Osborne with lots of heed. Uh, Notables that are out this week. Drake London officially ruled out. Man, you hate to see that with Taylor Heineke. Like you you kind of mentioned it. I think better things are on the horizon with Drake London with Heineke. 
Um, look for maybe some Van Jefferson in this game. Look for Taylor Heineke to maybe unlock some Van Jefferson in this game versus the Minnesota Vikings. I was going to ask, do you feel comfortable starting any Falcons pass catcher in this game? With Define comfortable. If I have if I have a situation, all right, if I have a situation in this same game, in my flex spot, hopefully is where I'm having to decide this, if it's going to be Van Jefferson or K.J. Osborne, who K.J. Osborne's the number two receiver on the Minnesota Vikings. He's no slouch. Mm-hmm. You know, look at the numbers. Uh, I'm going Van Jefferson. That's kind of the situation where I'm in. In a flex play, I would take Van Jefferson as the number one receiver, in quotes, for the Atlanta Falcons this week, we assume. You know, Kyle Pitts, I think, is in for a pretty decent day. Kyle Pitts has been very usable the last few weeks, but I think Taylor Heineke adds to Kyle Pitts' value, especially this week, over anybody. Yeah, and he might even get some targets from uh, Jonu Smith if you're uh, struggling at tight end. Jonu Smith's been yeah. a startable tight end all season. Oh, yeah. No, I know. I actually have John o. Smith going in a in a league where I, just, I don't have anything better. <laughs> so do I. I've got people. You know, you know we got uh, George Kittle on a buy and Fryer Muth hurt and Laporter's on a buy. I don't know that you you change anything with uh, Bijan Robinson or Tyler Algier. Bijan, I'm starting him every week. The upside is tremendous. I don't think there's going to be any more sit games. We at least hope not. Tyler Algier, look, he's a backup quarterback. He's usable flex if you have to. He's good for eight points. If he gets in the end zone, he's good for twelve. Yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, Darren Waller, out for probably several weeks, but mm-hmm. out this week especially with a hamstring. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire out with an illness. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was ruled out on Friday with an illness for Saturday, Sunday morning versus the Dolphins in London in, in Germany. Not like you were using Clyde Edwards-Hilaire but, or Elaire, but that just kind of goes to show you what they think about him also. Yeah. Isaiah I, Pacheco, definitely the guy. I thought Jared he, McKinnon, I thought he was going to get traded, uh, Clyde Edwards. I figured some team, because there's a lot of teams that need some running back help, and yeah. they've been healthy there in Kansas City with uh, with McKinnon and Pacheco. And, yeah, CEH is on the uh, the the back end of that. So um, Curtis Samuel with the Washington Commanders already ruled out with a toe, and Devontae Parker ruled out with a concussion, uh, which has he hasn't been doing much of anything this year either and then Damian Pierce ruled out yesterday Damian this is an interesting here one here uh Damian Pierce and Devin Singletary together don't really want anything to do with either of them especially versus the Tampa Bay Bucks Devin Singletary with no Damian Pierce for the Texans versus the Bucks I don't like not an ice pick but volume is where what's going to get Devin Singletary mm-hmm. kind of into the startable flex play type territory I just think everybody who's played fantasy football for the last five years has been burned by Devin Singletary multiple times. times. So I had the exact same thought as you. I actually had him as an ice pick, and then it was kind of like, all right, Pierce is out. Uh, Running back is what it is. You have to start him. I I, I get it. But, again, he's someone I I would try to avoid if I can. Four teams on by. So we're we're scratching and clawing here at quarterback and then a little bit at running back too. Good news for uh, Miami Dolphins fantasy football players. Raheem Mostert off the injury report with that ankle injury uh, will start. Amari DiMarcado, questionable with a toe, did not practice Friday. Do you have any interest in Keontae Ingram or Tony Jones going up against the Cleveland Browns? Absolutely not. I don't want to start any Cardinals. <laughs> I would this not week be starting Amari DiMarcado either. Yeah. But he's in the car. He was the number one waiver ad like three weeks ago. Yep. Did not pay it off at all. He didn't do he didn't do anything the first week. And then the last two weeks, I think he's had like nine and eleven points or something. Yeah, so, okay. you know, sort of baseline type of thing. But yeah, I don't want any part of any Cardinal this week. Same game. Deshaun Watson will pay. We'll start. You starting Deshaun Watson this week? Can't. Tell me the level well, of desperation it would take for you to to start Deshaun Watson. I started Will Levis over. I would him say this past Will week. Levis. Yeah. I would have started Will Levis. I would have I will start Taylor Heineke over Deshaun Watson this week. I need- last 
when Deshaun Watson started the last game that he started, he was yeah. in for a play, I think. Mm-hmm. Or Show and, me and something. And he threw a pick. An Show awful me pick. something. I need to see him start and finish an entire NFL football sure. game before I can start him. And if he's on my week. bench and scores 20 points and I've started Taylor Heineke, who, who knows? That's then okay. I'm going to be okay I can take that. that this week. David Njoku will play off the injury report. Jerome Ford, full practice, will play at same game. Matthew Stafford, not sure if you're starting Matthew Stafford in fantasy or not, but he's going to be a game-time decision. I would say not. Uh, but Puka Nakua, questionable with a knee, also a game-time decision. If, you know, Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, Stafford, or Brett Rippon, I think, is it? Yeah. Um, you're starting both those guys anyway, I right? feel like you have to. They've, yeah. just been, they've just been so good. And, yeah, good chance Stafford doesn't play. I believe they have the bye the week after, too. So, um, you know, get right. Aaron Jones, man, great week one. Duds every other week. Been nursing a hamstring. Questionable with a hamstring. Still in the injury report. Matt LaFleur says he's ready to cut him loose. Now, when I hear that, I'm like, what, did they release Aaron Jones? Are they getting rid of Aaron Jones? But apparently Matt LaFleur means he's ready to just give him the load, mm. watch him roar if that's what he's going to do. Um, any reservations on Aaron Jones? It's he, been tough, man. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, the whole season's been a reservation Super on Aaron tough. Jones. His snap count hasn't been high. I mean, I think he just got over the 50% mark this past week. Uh, you know, even the game before that, he was less than 50% of the snap. So if I can find somebody else to to start over him, I'm, I'm going Aaron to. Aaron Jones or Ramondre Stevenson this week versus the – I'd go Ramondre Stevenson. Commanders. Yeah, i go That's who I have Stevenson. been right now, but that's a decision I'm having to make. Maybe that's a decision. DeAndre Swift is the other running back on that team in that league versus the Cowboys, though. Mm. But I, I'm not starting Aaron Jones by any stretch over DeAndre Swift. Show me something. Stay in a game yep. for the whole game, Aaron Jones. Luke Musgrave. Uh, will play for the uh, for the Packers. You know, tight end landscape is is garbage. You're probably Justin Fields probably not going to play. Listed as doubtful with the thumb. Tyler Lockett will play. DK Metcalf will play. Josh Downs uh, questionable added Thursday, but he did practice Thursday and Friday for the Indianapolis Colts. DJ Chark questionable at elbow, limited Thursday and Friday. Game time decision for him as well. Josh Palmer questionable, did not practice on Friday. Quentin Johnston would be the guy we hope that would step up in his absence. You may hear from these guys when we get to Fire and Ice in the next segment. Yeah, and they're Monday Night Football, so try to try to find an alternative. Unless you have one of the other guys, mm. I'm not starting Josh Palmer because it's Monday Night Football, but I may not. Anyway, that's called a tease as we get into Fire and Ice. This is Two Dudes Same Fantasy, Sports Radio 99 of the game. Giving you the top in fantasy football picks this season. Two dudes, same fantasy. Now the fun begins. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Now, it's time for Fire and Ice. Which players are on fire? Which players you should put on ice? On One Dude with a Fantasy. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Welcome back to the same fantasy sports radio 19 on the game. Bo Johnson, Brian Gebhardt here. Great news in the realm of wizards and dragons as uh, house of the dragon will air at some point season two next summer. That is official. Nice. Cause they're back. The strikes over, right? Yeah. Or at least part of it. I think if you're Yellowstone fan, however, Yellowstone's the last episodes of season five are just now filming next November mm-hmm. is when we're going to get those. So there you go. There's your Nerder TV for the time being. But this is Fire and Ice. We are an interactive fantasy football TV show. I mean, <laughs> radio show. 
404-726-0929. That's the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. That is the phone line. Garrett Chapman's on the other side of the glass. You can also reach out to us on Twitter at Jedi Sports Radio, at Brian underscore Gebhardt, at GChapATL. From the text line, what up, Rusty? Rusty, an all-day listener. We do appreciate it. Old school fantasy football question. Start Torrey Holt or Heinz Ward. Rusty, can I have the matchups, please? <laughs> but give me Heinz Ward in a vacuum. Ooh, give me Torrey Holt in a vacuum. There you go. There's yeah. your fantasy football <laughs> advice for today, folks. Defensive, it's full point PPR, okay? Full point PPR, right. probably Heinz because he would get more receptions, but Heinz Torrey Holt more the, the deep the threat guy. 10 reception, you know, 60-yard guy. Heinz Ward should have gotten a uh, – he should get a point for every awesome block that he threw back in the day because he was just – most physical wide receiver. What if we introduce that? Impact Ooh. blocks by wide receivers oh, as a point. That's a that's some next level thing. We'll, it is. We'll figure it out. And then pancakes by offensive linemen. Oh, now you're now you're talking my language. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If we could start offensive linemen. Uh, in Fuego <laughs> this week. Hey man, look, the quarterback landscape, landscape, landscape is not very good this week. There's a lot of dudes out there mm-hmm. that we're just gonna have to start and you may not watch the games. But there's also a lot of guys that were kind of hedging on as well so on fire this week man look the most consistent streaming quarterback this season i think sam streamer howell if we could nickname him 18 plus points in five games this season sam howell fifth in the league in pass yardage fifth they throw the ball a lot in washington do the commanders that's good for fantasy football i could care less if the commanders win or lose the games if they lose that, that's even better for Sam Howell because he'll throw more. So Commanders love to throw the ball. Very consistent streamer this week, and I love him this week versus the Patriots. Yeah, nice to see Jahan Dotson get going the last couple weeks yeah, too. Man. He's he's a decent streamer as well this week. Uh, uh, like that call. Uh, my fire quarterback, I've got two. I'll rip them off real quick. C.J. Stroud versus the Bucks. He's been good all season, and he had a little letdown last week, but I think you can fire him up right away again. And Gardner Menchu at the Panthers. I kind of want all sorts of pieces of this game. The Colts have been in some weird high-scoring games all year, and again, given the landscape of quarterback this week, I think Gardner Menchu is a really strong play. So, wow. All right. Gardner Menchu or Daniel Jones in his triumphant return? Gardner Menchu. Without a thought? Yeah, really? without a thought. Yeah. Huh. Daniel Jones has been horrific this year, even when it's he not played early, good. Early, earlier this season. No Darren Waller. Uh, I just hmm. – uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Gardner Minshew. Yeah. Again, you're, listen, you've, you've brought up people today that have just haunted me yeah, in man. the past, right? I get it. I'm a scoring Giants Jones fan. Your team. I can't yeah. do it anymore. I, Saquon's the only guy I want to start week in and week out. Hey, let's get out to the uh, phone line. I can't see who it is, Garrett. Move your cursor. Arky? Arky, what's going on, man? Hey, uh, first-time listener, uh, long-time caller. I just wanted to call and say, hey, to Brian. Man, Brian was in complete game broadcasting back in 2015, and I'm so proud of that young man. I'm just saying, good morning to Brian, and welcome back. Is this is this Marquee? Marquee. Yes. Oh, yes. Right. This is like this Marquee. By the way, has the best memes on social media possible. Best he's, memes on social he's media. He's really the only reason I stay on Facebook anymore. That's a lot anymore. to live up to. He like a number one. I'll show you a bunch, uh, Marquee. I'm glad <laughs> glad to hear from you, man. Hope you and the family are doing well. You got any questions or just a shout out? You know I don't do fantasy foosball, so I was just calling to say, hey, Brian. <laughs> well, well, thank you for Appreciate listening, man. Shout Appreciate out, you. On to Ice Picks. Give us a shout, 404-726-0929. Geno Smith versus the Ravens. Geno, comeback player of the year, Smith. 
needs to go back to wherever he came from. This has not been the same Geno Smith that won awards last year. Geno Smith has one game this season over 17 fantasy football points. The Ravens have only allowed six, six passing touchdowns against them this season. They have allowed the fewest points in the entire National Football League versus fantasy football quarterbacks. So, yes, give me Sam Howell over Geno Smith this week. I'm going to double down with you here, Geno Smith. Ding, 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 sound that buzzer. Put him on the bench. And also, it's hard to get away from the DK Metcalfs and Tyler Lockett's and stuff, but if for whatever reason you have better options, I would try to look elsewhere. Like, Kenneth Walker's the only one I feel pretty comfortable starting in this game for the Seahawks. The Ravens are... They're one of the best teams in the league right now. They're playing exceptionally well. Their defense is really good. Statistically, which is wild to say, it's one of the best Ravens defenses ever. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if I can try to get away from a lot of the pieces of the Seahawks offense, so, but specifically Geno, I'm out. I'm not sure what happened. A double down there on your ice quarterback. I'm not sure what happened here with my notes because in my phone notes, I have to ice Seattle Seahawks wide receiver two. Tyler Lockett, I think, is going to play. They're both off the injury report. He and DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf, I'm playing, and I'm not really feeling good about it. Tyler Lockett and or Jackson Smith and Jigba, I don't want anything to do with to uh, strengthen your point there. Yeah. Wide receivers. Oh, we got Donnie on the line. Let's get Donnie real fast here. Donnie, what's going on? You there, Donnie? Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, Moss or Moser? So that's going to be uh, Zach Moss or Raheem Mostert. Raheem Mostert versus the Kansas City Chiefs. I do don't I do don't like the Kansas City Chiefs defense this week, but Raheem Mostert is RB Uno Nuno for the Miami Dolphins when he's in there. Raheem Mostert fully healthy off the injury report. Zach Moss. Zach Moss is a backup. Now he has been the mosquito to Jonathan Taylor's neck piece this entire week since Jonathan Taylor's been back. Zach Moss a playable flex play, but I've got Raheem Mostert as a running back too moving forward as long as he's healthy. Give me some Raheem Mostert. If you're still there, is there anybody else we can put on the bench? Because I've actually got Zach. I, I agree with Ooh. Mostert over Zach Moss, but I have Zach Moss as a fire play this week as well. Given running back landscape, I think that he has a really good game. So if there's someone else we can put on the bench, I'd like to start both Mostert and Moss Would you start week. Moss over Mostert as it relates to just that question? No, I would start Mostert, Mostert over Mostert. If I had to choose between the two. Mostert just, I mean, the Dolphins are just so good offensively, and he finds his way into the end zone every single week. So, so Mostert over Moss. If you can squeeze uh, Moss into that flex play, uh, there you go. Thanks for calling, Donnie. We appreciate it. Reach yep. out to us, 404-726-0929. we still got uh, about seven, eight minutes left, so let's rip through these real fast. Uh, fire wide receivers this week. Give me some Rashi Rice. For the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Miami Dolphins in Germany, Rasheed Rice last week led Kansas City Chiefs in routes for the first time this season. He has either four-plus catches or 50 yards and a touchdown in each of his last four games. Give me some Rasheed Rice, who is kind of starting to separate himself from the Sky Moors, from the other wide receivers for the Kansas City Chiefs, MVSs of the world. I like Rashi Rice this week in uh, in Miami. If the, we, we're looking at a potential shootout here. Yeah, so. if the Chiefs are going to make another Super Bowl run, Rice needs to take that next to. step, and they need to continue to feed him. He's been really good. I think he's a wide receiver, 22 or 23 over the last handful of weeks. I like that you said that. I don't have him as a fire pick, but I have him in some leagues, so you may have just talked me right into him. I really wish this game was in Arrowhead. It's cool that it's a standalone game and it's in Germany yeah. and all that, but I, I do wish it would Tyreke's be cool to see Tyreek and yeah, Tyreek in Arrowhead. It's, the it's Chiefs are something get we're this missing business. out on. Um, uh, my fire wide receivers, I know you have one other, so I'll give you uh, one or two real quick. 
T. Higgins versus the Bills. He's been a real headache this year. I think Joe Burrow's rounding back into form. The Bills' secondary hasn't been very good, actually, over the last month plus, especially since Trey White got hurt again. I think this game's going to be a shootout as well. So give me T. Higgins this week. And Nico Collins, who's been sort of up and down all season, to uh, pair with uh, C.J. Stroud as fire plays against the Bucks. I like both those guys this week. My second one that I was not – really a fire pick it's more of a notable guy or more of a more of a uh, secondary so if we get to those we can i'm gonna move on to my mm -hmm. ice pick this week my ice pick is very similarly to the seattle seahawks situation wide receiver two for the san diego or for the los angeles charters be it josh palmer or quentin johnston uh what did i say was josh palmer he's a game time decision i think yeah Whichever one of those guys, if Josh Palmer plays, ice him. If Josh Palmer doesn't play, ice Quentin Johnston. <laughs> All right. Yep. The Jets are the best defense in the league at the wide versus the wide receiver position. They're the third best team against uh, or versus the pass this season. They're only allowing 185 yards a game. They are very strong versus the perimeter and and slot receivers this season. You're not gonna you're not gonna ice Keenan Allen at all. He's kind of a set it and forget it type dude. Mm -hmm. I may lower my expectation. I'm not gonna start Keenan Allen in DFS. Uh, but I'm definitely not playing Josh Palmer or Quentin Johnson versus the New York Jets. Nice to see Keenan Allen have a really oh, yeah, good, man. healthy year and healthy. just be back to Keenan Allen. It's, it's really word. cool to see. Uh, I got two for you, and one might be a name that you might get back to. Uh, this one should be relatively easy, but just in case you're thinking about it, Hollywood Brown at the Browns. Don't do it no, with the quarterback no, yeah, play that they have. He's been pretty good most of this year and playable, but I wouldn't do that. I'm, I'm waiting to see on this whole DeMario Douglas thing. I'm, I'm not buying Pop in Douglas. on this uh, Patriot. Like, he's been the hot pickup. We, we've been down the road with Patriots wide receivers before. Okay. Um, the other thing with him is he's more of a deep threat, and while Washington isn't very good in the secondary, they don't really give up a lot of deep balls. They give up that underneath uh, a good bit. That's why I actually kind of think Ramondre Stevenson might have a decent game, but I'm waiting the to see on DeMario Douglas this week. The only reason why Pop Douglas is a startable flex play this week is because Kendrick Bourne, who was a – whatever you said about Patriots wide receivers, but yeah. he was getting the job he, done. He was the year. guy before that. Yeah. Well, he was getting the job done, sure. too. He was a very startable flex play. He was kind of up and down. He wasn't going to come through you every week, but didn't really derail you in most weeks, right? Mm -hmm. So, Pop Douglas is now who's going to get him. He got you know four targets last week, five the week before. No more Kendrick Bourne. If you need to start a Patriots wide receiver, that's who it's going to be. That's the only thing that you know. Sure, I'm saying here. And about you might and we, and we listen. We're in situations where we've got really bad quarterback play. We just talked about sitting the Seahawks wide receivers, maybe trying to get off of Addison if he could. So uh, if you need to start, I'm sure I'm going to try to wait and see if I real don't have quick to. fire running back this week. Give me some Jerome Ford versus the uh, the Cardinals. Look, Kareem Hunt out snapped Jerome Ford last week. Jerome Ford wasn't fully healthy. Jerome Ford is fully healthy this week. The third most points to the running back position has the Arizona Cardinals given up. They've given up 12 total touchdowns to running backs this season, including three to the Gus bus last week. Gus Edwards last week versus the Arizona Cardinals. 19 carries for 80 yards and three touchdowns. Is Jerome Ford going to do that? Probably not, but Jerome Ford, he's on fire this week versus the Arizona And if Cardinals. Deshaun Watson actually starts and finishes the game, it should help Jerome Ford it in should. that sense. Uh, but you mentioned Gus Edwards. He's one of my fire picks this uh, this week at running back. He's been good. Uh, yeah, he, he's been very solid. So for anybody who actually stuck in there and <laughs> played a Ravens running back because they've been a headache, really good matchup against the Seahawks in a game where the Ravens should control that one. I like him a lot. And I mentioned Zach Moss uh, earlier. And then one other one I have, same game there. A Chuba Hubbard versus the Colts. 
Again, I just think this Panthers Colts game is going to be high scoring and weird because every game the Colts have played is. Chuba has Hubbard has edged out Miles Sanders, yeah. which is just really, really weird because they gave Miles Sanders all the bag this this past offseason. Mm-hmm. If you have to start a Panthers running back, there you go, Chuba Hubbard. Uh, my ice pick for a running back this week, I have two from the same team, and it's Bears running back. Roshan Johnson, Deontay Foreman, whoever it is that you have on your team, get them out of there. Don't start them versus the New Orleans Saints. The Saints have only allowed one running back to go over 15 points this season. They're the third stingiest defense to the running back position as it precludes to fantasy football. I don't even think precludes is a word. So you don't want a Bears running back this week versus the New Orleans Saints. I look for the Saints to have their way with the Chicago Bears this week. 100% agree. We're going to double down on this one. I've got ding, those ding, as ding, well. Ding, ding, Deontay ding, ding. Foreman, Roshan Johnson find their way on the bench. If you could find a way to trade Deontay Foreman because he's had a couple big weeks, go ahead and try to do that for people that might say, oh, this guy had a 20 and a 20, a couple couple big weeks there. For whatever reason, you can get uh, him off your roster and get some sort of value for him. Please do so. Uh, one more bonus ice pick for running backs this week. This will make Atlanta Falcons fans happy. Alexander Madison, leave him on your bench this week versus the Falcons. Did you know, everybody in the room, that the Atlanta Falcons have not given up one touchdown to running backs this entire season? They're also the third stingiest team versus the running back position. Uh, Alexander Madison outsnapped Cam Akers last week, three to one. Akers gets the touchdown. I don't like either of them this week versus the Atlanta Falcons. Where people are going to love us or hate us with these ice picks on the running backs. A double and down again. Ding, 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 ding. I have we double exact... down on the secondary ice picks. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Alexander Madison, Cam Akers. I want to. I want to get off of them. Like I mentioned, the Vikings in general. Uh, I would like to to get off of if I could. So yeah, keep Cam Akers and Alexander Madison. There you on have us. Hit us up on the Twitter machine. I am at Jedi Sports Radio. He is at Brian underscore Gebhart. Garrett is at GChap ATL. You can find all this information online a little bit later today. Thanks to our boy Garrett Chapman. For now, this is Two Dudes Same Fantasy. You've been listening on Sports Radio 929 the game and the Odyssey app. Go Panthers, go Tigers. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.